episode 338, Becoming Your Super Self, Tommy Gentleman. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, host of Awaken Your Alpha, the number one men's development podcast for inspirational stories and strategies to thrive as a man. As a coach, keynote speaker, and best-selling author, it has been my mission going on four years on the podcast to bring you the best, the very best, the struggles, the action, and to share the real journey with you. Together we are stronger. Please subscribe to support the show through ayalpha.com forward slash book. Please get over to Awaken Your Alpha, Tales and Tactics to Thrive. The book is out. Get to the podcast. Okay, this episode is all about becoming your super self. So you can see why it's paired with Awaken Your Alpha. I love it already. We got Tommy Gentleman on the line, and he is the man behind lots of things, but we're gonna talk specifically about becoming your super self, super self. I'm coming back to the UK for any of the listeners in the next week to attend and speak at the Super Self Summit, something that we're gonna talk about. But firstly, Tommy, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? God, come on, bring it on. I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. <laughs> awesome. So that was a very brief um, intro, as I said, because I know you, it's kind of just probably not the official bio or blurb that people will get if they looked you up. Tell us a little bit about you, what you're all about at the moment. Cool. Right. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. And it's great to be connected with you, the listener today. Uh, so my name's Tommy Gentleman. I have been in the fitness industry since my first job, other than a paper round and doing a bit of gardening. So back in 2006, I started as a fitness instructor and I just worked my way up from there. Today, fast forward 12 years, I'm a gym owner, um, I'm a life coach, and I run a facility that has 10 personal trainers. We have seven members of staff. There are over 400 members that come and benefit from the gym, which, are, which me and my partners created. And aside from that, as you mentioned, I run personal development events. So I'm very passionate about helping people that started out with fitness, but now it's more about the, the wider variety of topics that I'm passionate about helping people with, such as confidence, self-belief, their mindset, their energy. And so the Super Self Summit is a way that I can create a multi-speaker event. And we know there's some fantastic speakers coming along <laughs> at the next event, yourself included, um, to really inspire people to what's possible when they get it right. Because there are a lot of very conflicting and confusing methods, strategies, and pieces of advice out there. I want to cut through all of that with the Super Self Summit over two days and really help people to understand that they can show up as the best version of themselves. Absolutely love it. And it's good hearing it all from you. And I completely agree. And again, I'd like to hear this from your side as well. So how are we connected? Tell the, tell the listeners, you know, what is the connection here? Because this isn't just, oh, you, you've got me to speak at your events. This is why I'm on here or vice versa. And, you know, so tell us a, li a little bit about our connection. If you can't remember, I can. So <laughs> yeah, I can certainly remember the, the first time that I became aware of, of you personally, um, you were given a shout out from stage at an event that I was attending uh, called Expert Empires, ran by Nick James. And I remember looking, cause you were like at the back and you had like your blue blazer on and uh, looking all like healthy and, and like <laughs> you gave away. And, and because it was, it was mentioned that you, were, you had a podcast that's very successful and popular. I remember at that point thinking, I like that and, and, and I want to strive to, to become 
the person who would get a shout out from you know stage and and be known to be these things so i need to know this guy i need to understand a bit more about him and you actually don't know this i've never told yeah. you this. Um, so when the opportunity arose where you and I were, were at that event um, in the evening, but I believe it might have even been the next event a few months later. But and definitely we in the in, evening, uh, potentially frying yeah. some shapes, busting some moves-ish, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. like, seeing you in the, in the, yeah. in the sort of, um, VIP area, if you like, yeah. and we were having a little conversation and we were talking, and I think I said to you, you know, I'm thinking about starting a podcast, so I've recently I remember. started yeah. a podcast. And, uh, and we connected and we got on and then from there we sort of stayed in touch. And then one day you sent me a, a voice note saying, look, I'm in the UK at this time. What's going on your end? Is there something that we can do to help create value and experience? And I was yeah. like, well, it's funny you should say that because we got the Super Self Summit and then we, we made it happen and you're yeah. going to be speaking in just over a week's time. Awesome. I say so I'm glad I asked it that question because it's very tempting, isn't it? You just say, "Oh, this is what happened," but I never heard it from your perspective. That first bit, that's very cool. And also, yeah, I remember I was coming across, and uh, I see you done a super. I think it was a current super self summit going on. But that's awesome. Then I looked at the history and looked at the the, the time and sort of thing. I thought you might be doing one around this time. I don't know. So and it was so far out, and this uh, it was just like you know some of these things. You can, if you, if you have that long-term strategy, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, a grind and a struggle. There are things out there, if you put it out there in the universe as well, where you can kind of, you know, connect, get on with like minds and, and go, get in the flow. So, so awesome. So tell us a little bit, I mean, you touched on your origins there with the gym and different things. And I, I also, it's such a small world. I know one of my clients from like about four or five years ago, knows you is like the only person is, and is a friend of you it was um scott taylor scott. yeah scott yeah, yeah. and so yeah. he's in new zealand now and that was just he contacted yeah. me and said i can't believe you know tommy and he was just like that that's ridiculous turn the small world aspect of it but tell us a little bit about your origins where are you originally from where are you speaking to us from today and scott like what did you want to be when you was growing up very briefly yeah, wow, cool. Um, so um, I'm actually uh, living in the town that I grew up in, um, and I call this place home. It's Andover in Hampshire. It's a very small town, um, and I used to think of it as a bit of a, uh, a prison. I wanted to escape. I didn't think I wanted to live here, but I think home is wherever, literally, you call home, wherever you hang your hat, so to speak, and it's a beautiful place. You know, there's great people. My family are here. Um, I make the most of it. We add to the community with the gym, and, you know, it we're very uh, close to other towns and cities that have a bit more going on and it's a comfortable place that I like to call home. I would not be able to do that if I hadn't have gone out and explored. I went to New Zealand which is where I met our mutual friend Scott yeah. uh, but like one night uh, randomly um, but I went out there for a year and a half and, and uh, this is yeah, 2007 so it's quite early in my career as a, and life as an adult really yeah. and I did a year and a half out there which gave me the, 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 the depth and width of perception as to what was possible as to how other people do things you know, I really became a man in that time I believe and uh, from there I created a business that started out as a PT studio and then evolved over eight years to where it is now as, as a fully fledged uh, gym now um, I have family in New Zealand although they they moved there when I was very young so my like, origins genetically I'm actually 25% um, I'm a quarter uh, Japanese believe it or not Whoa. My, uh, yeah. my grandmother um, she passed away around about 12 years ago I was going to say now the top knot makes a lot more sense to me <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not my origin. Yeah. This is the thing. You know, this is who I'm supposed to be. This is how I'm supposed to show up physically in the world. And uh, I, I, you know, I recently opened this up, and it was a bit of a spiritual growth that happened over the last six to twelve months. And the hair is a representation of that. And yeah, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I caught Japanese and um, very much in touch with that, and really. I've actually, but funny enough, got a DNA uh, ancestry kit right next to me because I'm really <laughs> fascinated by that. Um, yeah. I think that some of the stuff that we learn is, is very much nurture and very much reliant on the people we meet in our lives and our teachers. But also, I, I believe there's definitely a code there that, that um, we, if we understand a bit better, we might be able to kind of draw strength from. Awesome. So um, I'm going to jump straight into this because it's, it's, it's the question that's on my mind. What is becoming your super self to you? And we can dig into the how in a bit, but what is becoming your super self? Okay, so super self is it's just a combination of letters and words, but really what it represents is becoming the best that you can be. However, my sensitivity is that that's becoming a little bit of a conditioned statement. So mm -hmm. the way that I, that, I, that I work and strive to uh, achieve with clients and, and customers and ticket holders is that we're all capable of so much. And when you're your super self, it means that you're becoming the best you can as a mum, as a dad, as a sister, as a brother, as a colleague, as a boss, as a friend, as a lover. And when more people are living as their super self, the positive ripple effect is so powerful that we will start to shift some of the problems that we're faced with in our everyday life. Things like stress, depression, anxiety. The more people that are living as that super self, not only in their own reality is improved, but the knock-on effect is very evident. What I do with my clients is I really strive for them to achieve their own relative acts of extraordinary courage. So whether that's booking a ticket to go traveling for three months or moving cities or asking that girl or guy out for a date that they just wouldn't have done before. You know, those moments that can change our lives require courage and require uh, fuel from a place of love. And so I believe that that is what super self is. Now I can share that with you today and you the listener, because I know as a listener of this podcast, you're going to be you're going to be well accustomed to some deeper thinking. Um, but for the, for the outside kind of everyday person, it's about just doing your best, you know, and just doing whatever you can. Um, so hopefully that answers the question. Yeah, definitely. does for me. does for me. <laughs> <laughs> so in your journey, who helped awaken your alpha? I, sometimes uh, I refer to this as the Yoda question, and it can be someone very personal and close that is only known to you, or it can be, you know, sometimes people have these people from afar, whether it's a book, a video, or just someone who said something that was what you needed to hear, or it just unlocked something. And sometimes someone has a very personal journey where they're like, it was a situational thing. It was more just on me. What I mean, is there anyone who springs to mind when I say who helped awaken your alpha? You know, when you, when you asked me that question, a few names came to mind and then one particular experience came to mind and gave me shivers up my spine and I, and, and I truly think that's what I should share today uh, as my answer. Um, the moment that I realized that I could be my super self or awaken my alpha or whatever it is that we like to call it, the moment I realized that there was more was at the probably the hardest 
point in my life, hardest single moment in my entire life. Um, and so, so those of you that don't know anything about me, um, my life was really, really comfortable, really great. Like I've been to New Zealand, everything was going amazingly. And out of nowhere, uh, you know, my, me and my, my family and I, we suddenly lost, well, I don't like to say that word because you never lose anyone. My younger brother passed away, um, seven years younger than me, um, five days before his 14th birthday. And it was just completely unexpected and it completely just changed everything. And the moment, the moment that my Alpha Awaken was speaking to just shy of 800 people at his funeral. And there are a couple of things which made that the moment. And one is that I tried, I mentioned her already, my, 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 my late grandmother. As the oldest grandson, I tried to speak at her funeral and I couldn't. I said one word and I cried and my dad had to come and read the script. And speaking at the next funeral, which was my brother, um, was a big thing for me. I needed to do that, right? But also, as I stood there, it occurred to me that this is going to be the hardest thing I'm ever going to do. Yet I felt comfortable because I'd brought myself up to a level of maturity, responsibility, inner strength, personal power, whatever you want to call it, that magic. It made it possible. And there were people crying and laughing. And I'm not making this about me. I'm, I'm saying that the, the, the task itself, which by definition was the hardest thing I could ever think about doing, became possible. And that moment was the catalyst, because I've done other things before, but that was the catalyst for greatness in me. If I can do this, I can do anything. And that was it, like single moment in my life. And I would, I would, I would definitely rather have not had that moment. But I can't change that, nobody can. So instead, I can say, um, it happened, and so I used that moment to be this. And if I can help other people with that, then it makes it that little bit easier. And that's how I've lived my life since that day. Wow, man! I did. I see. I didn't fully know that, and uh, I spoke at my. I was, you know, spoke at my um, my nan's funeral, and you know, I, I was in my mind down the list of people who I feel, you know, could have done it, should have done it, but it, it was too emotional. Too many people couldn't do it because of the experience you had in, in that, and your, your, the first one in terms of they couldn't, you know? So, um, and I had a similar sort of feeling in terms of stepping up to speak at that funeral. Um, but you know, I've got a brother and I can only, that's, that's savage, man. Like you say, you wouldn't expect that on and anyone. Cause you know, a grandparent, that's kind of the natural cycle of life as you know, it is what it is yeah. kind of thing at some point. But how old were you when that happened, man? Um, you might've said, I, uh, by the way, like evidence that we block out a lot, I find it really hard to think about this number, even though it doesn't emotionally affect me. My brain's just like popped it over there. Do you know what I mean? I was... 19 oh my goodness yeah i was yes i was nine um, maybe 20 um and <sighs> i've been and, and actually I, I, and this isn't you know this is just me being where i'm at in my life right now i've, I've recently written about this my book's going to be coming out soon this isn't about that it's just reference 
because one of the chapters is called 44 days because we we had together my brother and I 44 days since the day I touched down in uh, in the UK after my New Zealand experience um the fucking world was my oyster and I was just living the dream I, I wanted quality time with my family I wanted to be there for my brother that was one of the reasons I came back so I'm like, I want to sort of be there to help him grow up and we had 44 days um between that moment of coming home and I surprised everyone no one knew so like my brother looked at me when I turned up at my mum's 50th birthday it's like a big surprise I like, yeah it's awesome that's he, awesome what a memory like, he like waited his turn to like come and see me and I'm like come here you know and and that moment of you know he looked at me as just this like a hero you know so 44 days together and then and then that you know changing so so drastically um you know, that 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 time I'm massively grateful for, but um, I guess so, the thing I'm most grateful for, Adam, is that is that I came home because the only reason I came home from from New Zealand is because my visa got denied. Yeah, and if I, if it hadn't got denied, I'd st- I would have been there, and that would have crushed me because I don't think I would have come back from that. I think that would have been really difficult to come back for that because before I'd, I'd only known him as the, he was 11 when I left. Yeah. Very he different, was, yeah. Just a little brother that's just there, and you're like, "Come on, mate!" Like, yeah, and, you know, hang around with you, and you're like, "Nah, go, go yeah. over there." Teenager, yeah, teenager is like a, a mini man. It really is, you know. Yeah, it's a young adult almost nowadays. He'd like um, come home with some shoes that he bought from Top Man, you know, and it, and I'm like, "What are they?" And he's like, "Oh, my shoes." And I'm like, who bought them? He's like, "I did." And it was like he's he's creating his own little identity, and and um, if I hadn't had that that time. Um, the 44 days then fuck knows what you know, yeah I, I, I just wouldn't be I, I don't know it would be very different yeah um, blimey I, I mean, yeah and then and, and 10 years because uh, I'm 30 now and um, we you know, even last night um, we had a meeting because we set a charity up in his name um, and I'm the chairman of the charity now so I, I, I weren't, wasn't the chairman at the start I was too young didn't know anything about anything yeah. really um, but the chairman who saw us through the first nine years stepped down. Um, so I stepped in and um, we raised money to, he was fanatical about sport and he loved the um, taking part aspect. You know, he was very talented, very talented, but he always encouraged the other kids to come and give it their best shot. And so we wanted to preserve that legacy. We started this, this charity to give money back to the local community to increase participation in sport. And we're still going strong. We've raised over 200 grand in 10 years. And the point of me saying this is that I know that the person listens to this and yourself have been through stuff. Everyone has. It's the choices you make afterwards, which allow it to, um, it will never be, it will never necessarily be okay, but better than what it could be. And that's what you can do because for us, like we're still doing what we're doing. We're still here. The clock's still ticking. And um, I try and, it's very difficult, Adam, to, uh, that's why we've never spoken about this because it's difficult to put all of this into like a snapshot thing that people can benefit from. Yeah. Which is why, which is why you have to write books. It's why you have to do the thing, which is like, you know, we open the door for you, but unless you walk through it, you're never going to really know. Yeah. So, what I do, and I know you do this too, is try and take it and put a surface level message that's easy to understand out there to get people involved. And as soon as they're involved, they can open themselves up to learning the things that just might help them move forwards. Yeah, wow. 
well, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> you didn't expect this one, did we? <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Okay. So, in terms of, we talked about, I mean, a lot of stuff you said there kind of is the, could be the answer to this as well. But we talked about what is your super self. And you talked about some you know, adversity there and making the best of it. What are some other ways maybe or ways you believe are important to, to step in, become your super self that we maybe haven't covered? I think like practical tips um, that people can do. So uh, there's, the, there's the standard um, taking responsibility for what time you wake up in the morning, how you present yourself in, in the day that you have, how to protect yourself from other people's agendas until you're ready to do that. Um, there's some practical elements around that that you know, I could share, but I think the most kind of in, maybe meeting in the middle here is uh, let's talk about um, connecting the head with the heart and the hands when you're able to do that so the head great ideas ambition when you connect that with heart which is firing up from a place of love and being able to um, increase the love around you and doing it for that reason with hands of actually getting it done and not just sitting on it and not making it a reality when you connect those three things that's when you are able to stride through life as your super self you know we've all got ideas we've all got ambitions some of them might be a little bit corrupt when we think about where it's coming from. Is it an ego-fired idea? Is it a, a kind of weightless idea or you know, nothing that has real substance? But when we marry the love from our heart, we think, actually, that's what I really love and what I want. My passion is that we've got something very powerful, but that's nothing unless we do something about it and actually act and move forward. So um, it's just a metaphor that I use to sum that up in terms of getting stuff done that, make, that is important. Um, and I hope that kind of helps because I know we've talked a lot about sort of deeper, but the practical solution, head, heart, and hands, when you mar marry those things together, that's how you can wake up, go to sleep, and know that you've done something to move yourself into that place. Yeah, love it because I think so often people just overcomplicate things. And I think it's, a, it's definitely a power to always try and simplify. Not try, I hate that word. I have to keep correcting myself. Always simplify things that can overwhelm you and others. Um, and, you know, because it doesn't have to be so complicated. And uh, so I like the, the, you know, the simplicity of that. So we're going to step into the alpha round now. So I want to start that off with, is there a personal quote or not a personal quote, a quote that is either one of your all-time favorites or you kind of your approach to life or one that pops into your mind when someone like me asks this question? Yeah, the, I think what I'm going to give you today is my answer is that we're always a work in progress. Love it. And I love uh, it. I'm not where I heard, like, I don't know, but I tell my clients this all the time because once you understand that you are a work in progress, then it's okay because if you haven't got something or you're not where you'd like to be, you're not performing in this way you'd ideally like to then as long as you're doing something about it then you're okay it's inevitable then again your head touches the pillow and your eyes open at night the more you do that as long as you're still a work in progress you're inevitably going to get closer and one day going to get it so yeah i think that's the one that i'd like to give you today yeah i love that as well because i say that something a little similar to that a lot because of people to put too much pressure on themselves majority of the time obviously there's people out there who probably put no pressure on themselves but i think a lot of times we beat ourselves up and that work in progress really gives for a lot of people almost like permission or a license to do 
you know, knowing it's not going to be perfect, but then you just stride forward. And I, I put it in something similar in the, in the front of my book. You know, this is a work in progress. This is not the finished know all system. It never will be. So let's just like, let's just crack on from here. That's the whole point. And so I, I love that you brought that up. So what is an, one of the, an all time or impactful book? Or I'll let you have two books, maybe, <laughs> that was really impactful to you or one that you recommend to clients that come to you potentially. Number one, The Alchemist. That's Paulo Coelho, isn't it? How do you say his name? Yes. Yeah, this one. Paulo Coelho. That's the yeah. one. <laughs> Butchered it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, I think a lot, of the, a lot of the time, the books that make the biggest impact on us are um, subject to timing in our oh, lives. Oh, huge, huge. Yeah. yeah. And now the, the Alchemist for me, uh, it, I was in New Zealand and I'd just done the working bit and I was like, right, I'm coming home to surprise my family, but I want to do a bit of traveling. So I'm going to have a month where I just get on the bus and just go and see as many different places. And as I was packing my bag from my auntie's house, because she lives out there and had a bit of a hub there, mm-hmm. I looked at the books that I'd been given over the year. And I've been given some by friends. I've been given some by um, like, uh, clients of mine. And stuff. Yep. I was like, do you know what? I should probably take a break. I looked at them all, and I was like, yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take the thinnest one. <laughs> so I, took the, I took the Alchemist, and uh, I was in Queenstown in the South Island. Oh, yeah, I've been there. It's crazy town. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was raining in the day, so it was kind of like, oh, and, and I read the whole thing in like a day. I just blitzed it from a bunk bed. Yeah. Um, and, um, it, it, it just resonated with me being tr- in that traveling like realm and, and trying to understand what it was, what it meant to be a man and, and, and understanding that everyone has a, a role to play or a design that they can create for themselves. And I just thought, this is the right time for me to read this book. And I've recommend, I mean, I've given it to about eight people. Um, weirdly, I actually wrote on the inside. I was um, a couple of days after I read it, I was in a room um, traveling over the bunks and stuff. And there's yep. this girl I was talking to, she lived like about an hour and a half from where I'm living in England. And uh, we got chatting about some cool things. And I was telling her about some of the business ideas that I had, which back then would like, you know, the start of everything. Yeah. And uh, I thought, you know what, I think I need to give you the book. And I wrote in it, like, hope this, you know, makes sense or whatever. I gave it to her. Uh, literally, like, seven years later, she, she messaged me. Wow. I was like, oh, my God, I've just read the book that you gave me. It's incredible. It's come at the right time. Like, I didn't read it straight away, um, but I'm so glad I read it now. And I'm going to pass it on to somebody else. I think, you know, wow. That's wow. just yeah. so cool. So, um, yeah, definitely that- the outcome whoa <laughs> that is legendary well that's that's it definitely one book because that is that is a brilliant story i'll uh you're drinking your costa now making me jealous <laughs> i have actually had mine already but in my little uh little machine cool <laughs> so from your super self summits from your experience from your clients from all and everything you do who springs to mind when i say who would be a good recommendation a good interview for the awaken your alpha podcast Oh, um, so there's a, one of the speakers that you're going to meet uh, at the Super Stuff Summit called Jean-Pierre de Villers. Uh-huh. And he is, he's a really, really cool guy. He's got a lot of great philosophies and his attitude is so good. And he's, he's South also, African, isn't he? He is South African. I love yeah. the accent. It fascinates oh, me. It confuses me at the same time. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a cool guy. Like, hopefully, uh, you can make that happen, and, yeah. and um, I'll be sure to let him know as well. Ah, what day? Oh, I don't know if you can give away what day he's on, or because I want to make sure I sit, like you say, yeah. I want to 
I'll see him. That's all I need to know. Perfect. <laughs> Quality. Um, in terms of all and everything you do, it could be business, could be, you know, obviously health and fitness or whatever. Is there a particular resource? And there may not be a particular resource that springs to mind that you maybe think many people are aware of it or they don't use it in the way you use it. Um, and it would frustrate you for a little bit if it was taken away from you today. It's like it's helping you as, as that you know, pure tool that you're using it for. I'd have to say the audiobook feature on like these days on the iPhone going at like a 1.5 or a two speed because I this year I've made a conscious effort to read more books this year and I have read more books um, including yours physically read Boom. audio <laughs> yeah. yeah the audiobooks however have I've, I've listened to three times as many audiobooks and um, having it on two speed is just a game changer because you can soak up so much information and knowledge in a shorter space of time and you can do it while you're driving while you're doing the housework while you're out for a walk while you're in the gym and like you can get more bang for your buck in terms mm. of time so definitely that love it love it i know tony robbins called it is a uh, net or not extra time and i, I love that concept especially nice. if you're coming up against people who, oh, i don't have time for this Oh, so that kind of kills that straight away. I love it. Love it. Awesome. So it's, it's starting to wrap this up. What is uh, the question that you thought I might ask or wished I'd ask? And you think, Walker, you're miss missing a trick here. Is there anything that springs to mind? Well, um, I didn't have necessarily any expectation. I knew it would be, uh, well, I knew the theme that would be uh, loosely based on. Um, I guess... Um, perhaps something that I would do um, physically, perhaps. I mean, that's going to appeal to some element yeah, of the definitely. I think that fits, obviously, yeah, definitely your vibe and where you're coming from and your experience and your business interest. So, yeah, what is one of the – and, again, you can go as niche as you want in terms of the physical aspect. What is the physical aspect that you think is really essential to you? And, as I say, you can take this right down to an exercise if you really want. It's, it's open floor to you. Number one, number one thing is go with the flow. So whatever your mind and body is craving to do as a movement, do it. Unless you're a sports person and you have a specific training outcome, in which case you've got to be a bit, just keep that quiet, be patient and get your job done. <laughs> if you're just exercising to stay fit and healthy, um, maybe physique, maybe a bit of aesthetics, then um, if you feel like doing something different one day, listen to it oh. and do that. Yeah, don't be too rigid. Don't put yourself in a box about your training. It's about human, it's about expressing human movement. Oh, I love and sometimes we're caught up in, you know, this day I do this and this day I do that and then I do this and I do that. And sometimes you just need to go with the flow. Oh, man, I just did a video on this literally about an hour ago in the gym no yes and you're speaking my language because yesterday I, I used to, i like to call it my forrest gump aspect almost because yesterday i got jumped on the bike to ride down to the gym and it's, it's it's on the weather's on the turn here so it's it's getting colder should we say the sun was out i was slightly later in the day than i'd originally planned because i usually go to gym sort of first thing and i just forrest gumped it i just kept going like the thought of why would i go in the gym when i'm just like this is beautiful and i was just off riding along the lakeshore just off and i was like, exactly that and i always you know i'm not gonna repeat it. what you said 
awesome. <laughs> that's cool. That's good. So what is the best way people can connect with you if they want to find out more <clears throat> and might want to come to the Super Self Summit if they're in the UK or maybe if they're close to the UK, they might want to pop in. Yeah, well, the, the, you can still get here. And I know we're turning this episode around quickly for that reason, because you're going to be there. Obviously, if you're a listener of Adam's podcast, you get to be there at the same time, meet him in person if you haven't already. I will certainly be there as well as uh, we have a lineup of 10 speakers. So it's a multi-speaker event. It's on the 10th and 11th of November, and it's in Basingstoke in Hampshire. Now, you can go to superselfsummit.com, but I'm just going to put it out there. The best way to connect with me is most likely on Instagram at the moment, at Tommy Gentleman. My name's pretty easy to find. If you send me, or when you send me a DM, I will reply and, you know, whatever it is I can do to help, I'll do my best. Brilliant. And Tommy touched on something there. But, you know, I'm not in the UK that often nowadays. So anyone, obviously, from the show listening to this or anyone for the podcast, the podcast originated in the UK, any listeners that come along there, we definitely do a little uh, Awaken Your Alpha, a little meeting and hang out just us as listeners because i know there's some of you out there it's always good to, to meet you <laughs> so tommy thank you so much for your time today it's been an absolute pleasure and i will see you in just over a week thanks for having me the awaken your alpha podcast live limitless please do jump across and grab your copy ayalpha.com forward slash book and even though you missed the official launch if you can hit me up and chuck up a brief review i can get you over email me as well i can grab i can send you over claim your clarity video series that is getting great response already cheers awaken your alpha tales and tactics to thrive the book is out